where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about which is worse, to feel lonely in a relationship like a marriage or to feel lonely uh, as a man who's not in a relationship. And I think the true perspective is only a perspective you can have if you've been married and divorced, because the single man, especially the incel, is going to be like, oh, it's so much better to be married. I'll have somebody with me all the time. They have no perspective. Grass is always greener, but we always think that. The married man who's stuck in captivity, the Babylonian captivity, so to speak, many times, wishes he could be single again. Most married men... And when I mean married, I don't mean honeymoon, like the, the young red-headed couple in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I mean, let's say married 10 plus years with kids, because not having kids is like you're still dating. Let's be real. Most married men, so when I say married men, that's the criteria, plus 10 years with kids, envy the single bachelor. Many of them are miserable. If you look at the statistic of 50%, then you look what other percentage of the other 50 is happy in that marriage, maybe a quarter, so 25% success rate. Many of them are just not happy. They're running out the clock. They want to get out, but they don't know. They don't know how to do it. They're worried about losing the money. They're worried about losing the kids. They're worried about repercussions from the ex because the ex is constantly threatening them that, that she will destroy them if they leave, you know, the classic cluster Bs. So who's right? Which is worse? Well, I think it depends on a lot of things. So let's focus on the incel who's lonely. Now, loneliness is a mindset. Because you can be alone and see it as solitude. And certainly many divorced men see it that way because <laughs> they, they were in captivity. So recently divorced, albeit part of them misses having somebody around for sex. They don't miss maybe some of the more adverse effects of having somebody around all the time, which is going to be the nagging and the, just, you know, the the sacrifices, the death by a thousand compromises that, that you have to make as a married person. Women have to do this too, especially if you're married and chose poorly. poorly. And especially if you're not maintaining frame and you're failing all the shit tests. But the, the single man who's never been married or never had a girlfriend, it's lonely, especially, and, and, and this, isn't, this is concomitant to it, because typically men who are single and never had girlfriend success typically don't have a lot of friends either, because they're lacking what? Social skills overall. So if you look at a guy who maybe doesn't have family in the town they live in, doesn't have a lot of friends, 
and doesn't have a girlfriend. He's lonely. And he's not getting involved in church or on meetup or at the gym or something. Then it's very isolating. And that loneliness can be stifling and pernicious to your health. So I certainly don't recommend that. Then you look at the married man, especially blue-pilled, who thought, well, I'm going to get married and I'll, all my problems will go away. And of course, now they're waking up to the hard reality of married life after 10, 15 years. The Einstein quote, you marry a woman and spend the rest of the marriage wondering what happened to that woman. You were young and naive. You didn't know anything about the stats. You didn't know about hypergamy. You didn't know about Brafo's law. You didn't know about solipsism. You didn't know that women age like sour milk while you're aging like fine wine. And you don't know what to do. You're no longer happy. Now again, these are the unhappy married men. There are married men that are happy. For certain. But I'm talking about the unhappy married men. And they look at the person they're with, and a lot of the values that you thought you had at one point, you no longer have because people change. You might have been, and I, I typically see it more like this. Uh, the guy and the girl were liberal when they were in college. They had liberal tendencies, and then the guy became more conservative, especially economically conservative, but the woman stayed liberal. Uh, you typically don't see people start conservative and then eventually become liberal. You don't really see that unless they were raised in like a hyper-religious community and then they felt like they needed to break free. But as a whole, it's typically the liberal to conservative. And so you might have had similar values when you got married, but now you don't. And so now you guys can't even have talks, either about politics or religion or child raising or any of these things. So it's, it's this, this, this crock pot of dysfunction. And no matter what you try, there's always tension in the house. And yeah, you'll text your male friends and complain and complain. And typically these kind of guys too only see their male friends three, four times a year because your ex-wife or your wife, I should say, your future ex-wife, your wife doesn't want you to hang out with them and you fail that shit test as well and by actually listening to her. So a lot of these men are isolated too and they're depressed and they don't know what to do. They feel suffocated and stifled. And again, women can feel this way too. Guys who, after work, go to happy hour. Or they just park a block away from their house because they just don't want to go in. Lots of times drinking or binge eating or you know, doing whatever. So which is worse? They're both bad. To be honest, they're both bad. I would tell you, probably it's better to be the single one because at least with the single one, you can do what you want, when you want, where you want. Right? It's the, the versatility of MGTOW. And you can choose to be level one MGTOW and date. And we had that episode, why, why would you ever move in with a woman? If you're already getting sex, and again, this is the, those who want to risk fornication, which of course I'm not going to endorse here, but to the typical American. If you're already getting sex from the woman, why are you going to compromise your freedom by having her move in when you're already getting the one thing that you want? Which is just counterintuitive. It's not logical. But we've all done it, though. That's what love makes you stupid. Premarital sex makes you dumb. So as a single man, you can date, have the woman come over when you want her to come over, and then tell her to get the heck out when you don't want her anymore. Right? So you still have options, recourse. 
But ultimately, you're not going to get these women to date you if you're a guy with no social skills and you're awkward. So you got to work on your masculinity. you got to work on your social skills. Sure, you can read books like People Pleaser, Nice Guy Syndrome books and stuff like that. But you got to do work. If not, you're going to be, like I always use the, the kind of cliche of eating hot pockets and playing video games all day. The comic book guy from The Simpsons. You don't want to be that guy. But at least you have options. The married man is behind enemy lines. He sees no options. You know, you see that statistic about how marriage is good for a man and makes him live longer. But you got to look at the provisos and the controls. That's if you're in a happy marriage. If you're not in a happy marriage, it actually hurts your health. The stress, the cortisol, all these problems that you're having, it's not good for you. So I feel for the married man. Can you fix it? Sure, you can go to therapy. But we know 80% of the time that doesn't work. But there's a chance it could work if she's open to it. I mean, I know guys who would go to therapy and the woman would put on smiley teeth and nice. And as soon as they left, she'd be cussing and raging at him like, like normal. You could try that. You could try to work on improving things at the house. You could work. Of course, this always goes back to the same thing with the single guy working on your masculinity because this is the major kind of fundamental running theme that's growing through all these. You're not being masculine. So you can work on your masculinity and hopefully your wife will change. But ultimately, most of these guys are under captivity go one of two roads. They just suck it up forever and they're miserable. They're miserable. They're passive aggressive. They take it out on their kids. They're miserable. They're, they get overweight and they're drinking too much because they're just coping with the pain. Or their wife does them a favor and divorces them because we know women statistically initiate divorce 70 to 90 percent of the time so if he gets to the point where it's so bad and he's lost so much frame that the wife might just do him the favor now is it a favor no because you're breaking up the family and you look at the stepfather effect and all these statistical indicators of divorced kids plus you're going to lose a lot of money more often than not and all these other issues child support alimony but you know it's at least if you are a divorced man and you tried even after she says, I want a divorce, she's like, no, we have to make it work for the kids. And she still does it. At least you have a clear conscience. You still have a clear conscience. You're going to have the, the collateral damage and the repercussions by typically paying a lot of money and not seeing your kids. But at least you have a clear conscience. And now at this point, she's made you single again. So now you're at that point, like I talked about at the beginning. You can't really assess this until you've done the full circle. And now you're single again. So... The, the recently divorced man, you have options, right? Because you know what it's like to be married. And there are some good things about marriage. But you also saw the bad things. So you know what it was like. And part of you, it's like the tractor beam in Star Wars. You want to go back to it. But part of you is like, no, I can't. So what do you have to do? Purge your relationship thirst, right? We have episodes on that. The idea that your life's incomplete without a woman. Once you purge the thirst, and I would say work on yourself, classic MGTOW stuff, work on your your personality your physical health your demons all your, your childhood addictions all these things then you reach the point where you can purge your your your, your thirst and then the the world's your oyster at that point but you have to get to that point so in closing if, if i had to say which is worse to feel lonely in a marriage or lonely alone with not a lot of friends the marriage one is much harder to change than the one being alone so i would opt for the latter and in both cases, in both situations, there is hope. Both might be bleak. If, if any of you are in that situation right now, they might be bleak, but there is hope. And, you know, if you're married, chances are 
you can get her to the point where you lose so much frame and become such an effeminate wuss bag that she'll probably divorce you either way and then do you the favor. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds. would appreciate that. So there's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal to help defray the cost of hosting this on a server. And there's also an episode for Naturopathic Earth, our link for it. You can check out all the podcast episodes and the articles that we have over there. And please, lastly, subscribe and follow to the three feeds, Confessions of an Obi's Child, the Female, Holistic Health Apothecary, and the Awakened Man. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.